Hey everybody, welcome back to the Half Hour of Power, Joe Diesel here, and uh, what a week this one has been, so we are coming down to the end of the summer, which is uh, good I guess, we can get a holiday season here, uh, so let's see, I think Jesse is here with us, Jesse you there? I'm here. All right, so here we are coming down to the end of summer, so let's check out uh, the box office for last week. What do you think was number one? Guardians of the Galaxy was uh, has to be number one. That's right, Guardians of the Galaxy was number one. So number two, any guesses? Uh... No, I don't know what else came out because I didn't care about anything else that came out last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy's number two, so any number Still. three guesses? Um, I, I don't know, Jay. I really am drawing a blank this week. Get on up is number yeah, three. And number four is the Herc. So, any guesses for number five? Mm, Transformers? <laughs> no. Number five is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. So, nice. since you brought up Transformers, I will say Transformers is still in the top ten. That is a tragedy of man. So, there you go. Still in the top ten. So, there we go right there. Um, this week, wow, this is, uh, odd, uh, so, <laughs> all right, let's just get right into this one, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so, we went to see that, um, do you want to, yeah, let's, uh, what do you think of it, let's just go right into it. Uh, I thought it was a hunkering bowel movement. <laughs> what do you think of it, A bowel Joe? movement of a movie, huh? I said, what do you think of it? I wasn't very impressed with it either. Mm. I wasn't impressed at all, actually. Uh, there were... I remember you were talking about something that happened in the movie. It's like, I don't remember that happening. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> it's probably because I was dozing off in the movie. So I found it so uninspiring and so unimaginative and just kind of boring. Yeah. What about you? Well, I guess we should, you know, I guess I'll, I'll take it point by point by point. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll tackle what is the uh, plot. Uh, which I thought was nonsensical, really. Um, the uh, villain plot of the movie, uh, of course, they, they, there's this new trend, I guess, where everything has to be connected. So the villains, Shredder and uh, William Fickner, created the turtles with a mutagen that they developed from something they said they found some alien material they found. And they also created a splinter. And to also have it connected, April Nil, when she was a kid, 
worked with her father, who was a scientist who was working on those turtles. In fact, she was the one who named the turtles, and she named the rat Splinter. You did see all that, right? Hello? Hello? I guess I lost Joe um, to go on a little bit more about how totally main this plot was. Um, she, when she grows up, she becomes a reporter and is trying to track down the Foot Clan. And, of course, she runs into the Turtles and has this flashback where she, when they start calling each other by their names, because they're really horrible ninjas. Really horrible ninjas. They go around yelling at each other at the top of their lungs uh, while they're fighting. When they're supposed to be secretive and all that good stuff. Um, man, it's just it's just horrible. Uh, so she hears them calling by the name and she has that. And so her and the turtles figured out that Shredder and Splinter have a plan to poison the entire city which they only have the the only toxic the only uh, antiviral for, so the city will have to pay them to cure everyone, and they'll be in control of the city. Then this is a plus. Yeah, I thought upon. that was pretty pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the plot of the movie is ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I kept waiting for something to grab me, and but nothing ever did. I I just didn't care. Yeah. Um, I thought the best okay. part of the movie was Will Arnett. Yeah, Will Arnett is good in it. Uh, since, the, you know, the, the acting in the movie is pretty atrocious as well. Uh, Megan Fox is pretty bad in this movie. I didn't think that she... My lord... If I thought she was attractive, it might have been a better movie for me, but I don't even think she's attractive, like everybody else says. I, she cannot act her way out of a paper bag, as uh, once was said about poor Mr. Tom Hanks. Uh, I didn't even like William Fickner that much in it. I don't think he did a very good job either. What do you think about William Fickner in that movie? I love William Fickner. Yeah, I thought he was okay. Yeah, and the guy yeah, who plays Shredder is kind of... It's kind of not even there. He's mostly CGI. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty stupid, too. I mean, uh, put him in this robot suit, and he's got endless amount of knives everywhere. Yeah. He really, he shows you, he fans out his knives. I mean, they uh, they magnetize. They come back after he throws them. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I just wasn't impressed with him at all. I thought it looked stupid. Now, uh, from what I've read about this movie, most of this movie is based on the 2003 cartoon, which I've never seen. Have you ever seen that mm-hmm. one? I mean, I, I've seen the I, 80s cartoon. Well, right, I, I mean, I, I've uh, I, I've seen the 80s one. I've never, ever seen this uh, 2003 one. I, I, I almost have to look it up just to see what the hell it is, Joe, because I have no clue. Yeah, according to what I read, uh, that version of Shredder is in that cartoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I just don't know what, why they would even do that with Shredder. Uh, now uh, I have to say I've never actually read the original comic books either. Have you? I read some of the original comics. The original comics are pretty, uh, 
pretty dark stuff. They uh they go some pretty dark places. Those those comics too. Um, they're more violent. They you know they kill people, of course, and all that. Uh, so they're pretty they're pretty dark work. Uh, it's kind of hard how you how they how they got a kids cartoon out of that that comic book. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... The turtles themselves, I thought they were too big, too much stuff on them. They were too busy. I mean, you got, yeah, you got, uh, I don't know, they all had, they, they're already, you can already tell which one's which because they're color-coded, but mm-hmm. it seems like, and they all use different weapons, they all specialize in different weapons, but in this one they thought, well, gee, we gotta go a step further, we gotta... Give uh, mm-hmm. Leonardo this, and Donatello's got to have these this computer on his arm, and I don't know what he had on his back, but uh, what was that on his back? Some kind of a jetpack? Look at a backpack. What was yeah. that? I Some kind no of a weird uh, pack with fans and stuff on it, and oh man, mm-hmm. I just thought, well, that's just that's too busy. It's too much. Yeah. So what did you think about that? I, I I agree. They, there's and I've had a lot of people tell me that they thought they were creepy. That they think these new these turtles, turtles are creepy looking. Yeah, the new turtles are creepy looking. Um, as much problems I have with the turtles, I don't like the way they look, and uh, I'll get more into their characters in a bit. But the one who looked the worst was Splinter. Disgusting looking, I thought. Uh, the whole skin thing that they had going on his face, uh, he, he, it, it was horrible. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I thought Splinter looked horrible also. Well, he just looks terrible. I thought his voice was not fitting his character, and I didn't really like any of the turtle voices either. No. No. Um, Johnny Knoxville, I think, was one of them. Uh, Michelangelo had the worst voice, though. I did not care for that. And of course, um, to get into a little bit of their characters, is that they're really just a collection of stereotypes and cliches. They yeah. have no real character at all, the turtles. Like Michelangelo is a surfer, hip hop dude. Uh, Raphael is just all anger. And, uh, which, I mean, cartoon, they had their, their things that, are, that they enjoyed and their likes, and, you know, and so those things, that, you know, but they're never cliches. All they did yeah. was they, they lived on their cliches in this movie. It yeah, was, it's, uh, I totally agree. Uh, the uh, Now, let's go back a little bit to the 1990 movie, the first live-action Turtle movie. What did you think about that one? Oh, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first uh, Turtle movie. I think it's one of the uh, best makeup jobs ever done. Um, I like... Elias Cotis in it, who's a fantastic actor. Uh, Splinter was masterful. Uh, he looked good. The turtles looked good. They, uh, a young Sam Rockwell uh, was shown to the world in the original Teenage Mutant Turtles. So there's nothing wrong with the original. I, I love the original. Yeah, I do too. The, the turtles, uh, I think they look great, and I love the cast in it. Also, uh, now uh, there's they do something similar. You know, and I'm sitting there watching the movie, thinking about this. That uh, 
there's a little bit of a arc for the turtles in that movie. Mm-hmm. And there isn't anything like that in this movie. They tried to say there was, but there isn't. And no. I talk about when they lose Splinter in the first movie, and uh, they, they they use Splinter as a big crutch, and they don't know if they can do anything without Splinter. You know what I'm talking about when Splinter's kidnapped right. in the first movie, and then they, they go out and regroup because they're really beaten really badly, and then they realize they can they come together and they can do that. There's stuff like that in the first movie. There's nothing like that in the, this movie at all. No. What do you think? Do you think uh, I missed something in this first, the second no, movie, no. this movie, or or what? Because um, I think you know the scene I'm going to. Why don't we just get right to that scene where they all think they're going to die, and then we're going back yeah. to the 2015 movie now. Right, and they had to pump them with adrenaline. Yeah, they think they're all going to die. They're falling down a tower. Uh, they miraculously live. Yeah. Uh, but they're all saying, what's one thing you regret or what's one thing you want to say before you die? Then they stop on Raphael, who says all this goofy stuff about how he loves them and he pushes them hard and he's mean to them sometimes and he's brothers, but he just doesn't feel yeah. he's worthy to stand next to him. And I'm sitting there thinking, it's the end of the movie. We didn't see any of that in this movie. None of that is yeah. explained yeah. in this movie at all with Raphael. Whereas the 90s movie... Raphael, you know, he's he's angry, he's he's wanting to do stuff, and you see that stuff mm. played out on the farm in that right. movie. Just to, you know, just kind of compare the two movies side by side and say, I really think there was an arc for them in the first movie, and there's absolutely nothing for them in this this movie. Do you yeah. think I'm off on that, or is there no, uh, no, no, some no. truth to it? I think in the original movie, they built their characters a lot better, um... Cause, and the other thing that I, I, I enjoyed uh, about the original is that the turtles are almost there from the get-go. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're in the opening scenes of the movie. And this movie here, it takes them, like, a little time to build to them. And they concentrate on uh, April, which I don't mind April as a character. It's just that Megan Fox is such a bad actress that I had no <laughs> care for her whatsoever. Uh, I didn't like the Whoopi Goldberg scenes. In the movie, I don't even think, I don't even know why Whoopi Goldberg's in that movie. To be honest with you, um, mm-hmm. she was just there so April could get fired. But uh, we'll get back to that more here after the break. I'm Michael Bay, the most hated person on earth. I've taken your childhood and used it as a towel for my wet farts. Now, you want revenge. Well, you can have it. That's right. My new company, Punch Michael Bay, will make that happen. Come on by and punch my stupid face in. You can punch me as hard as you like while crying over how I mangled your precious childhood memories. Is that not enough for you? Well, light up my truck with a well-placed kick to my nuts. I'm a creative original master of film, and you hate me. Well, dry fart on my face to show me how much you despise me. I'm the second most profitable director ever, and this idea will make me number one forever. Come on down and punch me in the face. Warning, Michael Bay has a very creative and fertile mind. You will be punching a Michael Bay lookalike so as not to ruin 
Michael Bay's creativity and fertility. All right, we're back now, just kind of talking about uh, the Turtle movies. Uh, Let's uh, talk about, uh, just briefly, what did you think about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the U's? I mean, it's a a pretty bad film. Uh, It's better than this movie. Uh, A lot better than this movie, which isn't hard. Um, But it's it's just just too goofy. It went too childish. It went too much for the kids. Uh, Yeah, because that first Turtle movie, the 1990 Turtle movie, is actually pretty dark and pretty edgy. Yeah. Which I think even at yeah. the time when I went to see it, I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it fit because the comic book is more like that. It's more dark and it's more edgy. But they still had their, you know, their light moments, really, uh, Yeah. in the film. But, I, you know, to me, I, I enjoyed the first one, and I enjoyed the third one, the one where they go back in time. Yeah, uh, I, uh, uh, for me also, I... Uh, didn't like the second one, and I remember liking the third one, but I've never, I haven't mm-hmm. seen the third one since. So my memory of it is, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I didn't see the cartoon in between the TMNT. Did you see that? The movie. I, I did not see that movie. That is the only one I have not seen. Um, I, I have want to see, I have wanted to see it though, um, but I haven't. Yeah, me too. So uh, we're talking about the Turtle movie here, obviously, the uh, new one now. Let's get back to that one a little bit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing, uh, the Turtles didn't really have their catchphrases they usually had in the cartoon, so I I don't know if they used them in the 2003 cartoon where they were always trying to say these, uh, you know, Kawabanga and Bodacious and all that stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But they used Kawabunga uh, twice in this movie, and I thought it was just ridiculous how they... It's, it's almost like they said, good God, they're going to expect to say Kawabunga. We better make one of them say it at least, because they don't do any of that fun stuff in this movie. What do you think about that? Well, when they actually used the Kawabunga line, it was actually almost throwaway. Uh, yeah, because that's what I thought, too. Because Rafael told him to say it, and as he's saying it, he gets punched in the face. So it's like, oh, okay. Alrighty. Um, there's a lot of problems with the movie. Um, it has no logical core, for one. The logic core yeah. is uh, how they develop their ninjutsu skills is pretty darn stupid. Yeah, uh, we get into that some, too, because I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. Like, how do you learn that just from looking at a book? You have no live-action demonstration of it. Yeah. So there's, when they learn their just, skills, Shredder just... Happens to find a book on on it, yeah, <laughs> in the yeah. sewer, and decides mm-hmm. he can train himself to be a master by staring at these yeah. pages in a book. Now, if I remember right, if I remember correctly, and you'll have to correct me on this show. In the first movie, he was always a rat, but he yep. was owned by uh, the Jitsu master, and he copied all his moves from watching him. Is that right? Yeah, he had a, a live action demonstration. And I think in the original car in the cartoon, 
the master got turned into a rat. Does that yeah, make I sense, so. or am I wrong? Huh? Uh, I think so. I, th- I think that's how it happened in the 80s cartoon. Which, the 80s, the 80s cartoon, I guess, is the one that makes the most sense, in a way. Yeah. Um, so, I this one, it didn't make no sense at all, because, I mean, there's also the... Because he's, he's like, oh, I need to, to have something to, so they can hide. Oh, look, there's a jiu-jitsu book. But when they're in the movie and they go out and they start doing their new jiu-jitsu stuff, they are the worst ninjas ever. They're yelling and screaming and uh, shouting, yeah. and they're bulletproof. The turtles are bulletproof now, which is nice. And yeah, they are so bulletproof, strong. and uh, when they puff out their chest, they can spit out the bullets again. Yeah, and they are so strong... They were able to throw away those uh, shipping containers. Oh. Which, that was yeah, they could pick cool. up shipping containers on uh, the docks and swing them yeah. around. Yeah. The, it's just... Uh, oh, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's just... There's just so much wrong with it. Acting-wise, writing-wise. And the directing was... The director seemed to have no real vision for the movie. I, I you know, I, it, it, it's it's a mess because there shouldn't be two bad guys for one. I mean, if you're going to use Shredder, use Shredder. Don't involve this yeah. uh, William Pickner's character. Just don't do it. Uh, yeah, and uh, the other thing, uh, now you get into that, there's like three different scenes of exposition in it. Yeah. You got William Victor, who's talking about his backstory, you know, that's exposition, because mm-hmm. uh, he's connected to Shredder. Then you have right. April O'Neill goes to talk to William Victor. He, that's where she, she gets that. There's the other exposition with the Shredder, not Shredder, mm-hmm. but uh, Splinter, talking about the story of the Turtles. Right. <laughs> and uh, also... Uh, Maybe I think there's three because I was dozing off on all these exposition. <laughs> well, there, there's the exposition that you find out how April is connected to the turtles. The exposition yeah, so there's that. Ahead. Yeah, that's right. Then, there, that's that. And then uh, Shredder gives Splinter again. I'm sorry, they're all the same yeah. to me now in this movie. He gives yeah. exposition about the turtle story and all that stuff. Right. Oh, it just got so exhausting. Now, uh... <laughs> Oh, and I actually did doze off in this movie. Yeah, I know, I know, because you you missed a lot. Uh, you missed a lot of movie. Yeah, I you know, well, I didn't, you look- I didn't miss as much. I didn't miss as much as uh, <laughs> it might sound like. Uh, just the exposition, I was dozing off. I never uh, really was like, oh, I was out for ten minutes. It wasn't like that, but <laughs> but yeah, you know, when it did get to the action, usually action scenes will wake you up. So it's just, gee, I just don't see anything in this action scene. There's a right. whole scene where it just takes forever where they're sliding down the snowy hill. And, mm-hmm. Like, where do they go to get to the snowy hill? Are there mountains actually that close to New York City that have all that snow on them? And yeah. Really. Are there? Are there mountains I have no that clue. close to New York City? I have no clue. But here's the thing, though. If it was snowing where he was at, but it was snowing nowhere else. Yeah, they yeah, go up he, on the mountain, so I'm like, well, okay, well, if there's only snow on the mountains, they got to go up really high, right? Because everywhere right. else there's he no might be, snow. 
So am I uh, that bad at geography that I don't know that there's mountains right outside of New York City? I don't know, Joe. Maybe he wasn't in New York. Maybe they crossed the border and went into Canada. (laughs) They sure got back to New York City really fast. Yeah, they did. Uh, Especially because they traveled by sewer. Yeah, they did because they they get down the mountain and she goes, oh, or somebody, one of them looks at this thing and goes, oh, there's an access hatch or something. I was like, Mm -hmm. access hatch to what? And you're right, they hop into it and slide all the way down to New York City in the sewer that's up the mountain for some reason. Right, right. Um, Oh, my God, it's just... Action scenes are not good, yes. They're not. They're not exciting at all, and... The yeah. scene where Shredder beats up yeah, Splinter is horrible. What's that? The pizza? Uh, oh, the pizza scene was horrible, too. Now, you remember the, the pizza scene? They did that pizza scene in the, the 90 movie, all the right. way down to where they drop a, a slice of pizza on uh, Splinter's head. Right. Right. Oh, my no. gosh. And uh, yeah, i like to mention the music a little bit here, too. The score in this wasn't catchy. I don't remember it at all. No. There's the rap song at the end. That's all I remember. Yeah, now the 90s Turtle movie, I love the opening of it because they rescue mm-hmm. somebody. They reveal themselves. And then it goes mm-hmm. into them walking down the sewer. And you got this great, catchy title song. All right. Uh, there's yeah. nothing like that in this. It's, 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 I didn't think this movie was that fun either. Did you? No, I didn't have fun watching it at all. Um, now, let me ask you something, and this is something I've been thinking about. We know that most people who are going to see this movie are lifelong Turtle fans, correct? Yeah. Why have any exposition about the past of those characters at all? <laughs> most people are going to walk in knowing who they are, and they don't need that backstory. See, that's a, that's a question I've been asking, uh, because they keep, when they're doing all these so-called reboots and reimagining, and uh, it's like the Superman movie they did last summer. They thought they needed to redo an entire origin, and when you read articles about that, they think, oh, it's to uh, reintroduce them to the audience. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the same thing with the Turtles. I think the same thing. You said, why don't you just make a new Turtles movie? Why do you have to do all this origin stuff? Again, that's right. a really good question. I think for some reason, these movie studios or the uh, producers behind these movies think that they need to reintroduce the characters to the audiences mm-hmm. when we already know these characters. Well, um, once again, to show the how smart Marvel is, I guess. Somebody asked Kevin Feig, the guy who's the president of Marvel Studios, what are they going to do with Iron Man? When Robert Downey Jr. leaves, he goes, well, I I, I kind of go with the theory that he can be like James Bond. We'll just have somebody else come in and play the role and not have to just say, hey, that's the Iron Man, you know? And not have to go to the whole thing, you know, a whole new uh, beginning or anything like that. It's, he's Iron Man. We're just seeing you in the story. That's awesome because that's what I've thought for uh, years about these superheroes. Just treat it like it's James Bond and move on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh well, we are coming up to the end here. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. So what is uh, your final take on this movie? 
if you go see it then and pay for it, then you are doing a disservice to the American cinema. That's all I can say. Uh, <laughs> we need to stop going to see Michael now, Bay films uh, as an I think uh, my final thought here is uh, I got a couple things. Uh, I took my son to see it, and he enjoyed it. Um, so that's good for him. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, my other question here is, do you think Guardians of the Galaxy is going to retain the number one spot at the box office this weekend, or do you think Turtles is going to be number one? I, I think it will be uh, Turtles. Uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy is going to give it a fight. It's going to give it a fight. Uh, they're projecting $60 million for Turtles right now, so uh, I, I I would go... Uh, I'd go with I'd go with turtles, but slightly, just slightly. Yeah. Well, I really want Guardians of the Galaxy to be number one again. Do you? Yes, I do. Who does? I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy. We talked about it last week. Uh, I definitely see it again. Every single person I've talked has said they liked it, they've seen it. I haven't heard one person say they didn't like it and would never see it again. The only. The only person I've heard say anything negative about it is our good friend Jeremy Riley, who we mentioned before. But of course, Jeremy Riley finds finds flaws in everything. <laughs> yeah, so, but did he like it? No, he loved it. He just said that he thought the third act got a little too CGI for him. Yeah, but so like, even even he really liked it. Yeah. So. Yeah, everybody's really enjoyed <laughs> the movie that I've talked to about it. Uh, no one's told me, "Hey, that's a horrible movie." Yeah. So, yeah, we'll just see what happens. It'll it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. But uh, that's all the time we have for this episode, and uh, we will see you.